0: twenty dollars a month that's less than half the price of verizon at&t or t-mobile go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today that's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50 percent off your first month switch to pure talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer welcome to today's edition of the clay travis and buck Sexton show podcast
1: Welcome, everybody. Monday edition of Clay and Buck. We are stacked with news, with things that we want to dive into with all of you from all across this great land of ours. Thanks for being here. Uh, first up, Israel is advancing in Gaza with uh, ground forces slowly. It is not a uh, a massive uh, movement of troops into Gaza yet, but there are some tanks that have rolled in further. There are some clashes we also have analysis now on, uh, or more thorough analysis coming out on what uh, the intelligence signs were that were missed in the in the run up to this attack, plus some just uh, awful protest slash riot stuff over the weekend uh, in in Dagestan, which is a Muslim majority uh, republic of the former Soviet Union, right next to Chechnya. Basically, uh, they were chasing through an airport, a mob trying to find Jews. So the anti-Semitism, truly global, truly horrific, and we are still very much staying on that story and and stand with our Jewish brothers and sisters uh, in Israel and all around the world and here at home. Uh, we'll talk more about that later on in the program. Um, we have some walk back on COVID tyranny starting to occur and also new data on the shots. I actually heard, I'm hearing now advertisements where they're just pushing this the way they used to push the flu vaccine, which is oh, this is you know if you have heart trouble or you're over 65. So massive changes on that front. We'll discuss. If you were a Friends watcher, the TV show as one of the most widely watched syndicated TV shows, I believe, of all time, Matthew Perry passed away over the weekend. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. It's a show that for a lot of our younger audience, myself uh, included, um, played a played a role in our you know, in our young adult development or in our or early lives. Um, but I wanted to start with some political news today uh, because we, we are now getting deeper into the thick of the primary and also, as we know, the general election looms large. And in some ways, Clay, because of Donald Trump's massive lead, um, it feels like we're almost entering general election season, general election season more than we are even a primary. Mike Pence is out. He has officially suspended his campaign. Um, why don't we start here with a Pence announcement? This was on Saturday. This is cut one. He is uh, telling his 1% of supporters, maybe time to join somebody else's team here. Play one.
2: I'm traveling across the country over the past six months, I came here to say it's become clear to me, this is not my time. So after much prayer and deliberation, I have decided to suspend my campaign for president effective today. Now, I'm leaving this campaign, but let me promise you, I will never leave the fight for conservative values, and I will never stop fighting to elect principled Republican leaders to every office in the land. So help me God.
1: Now, the real question is, did the polls end Mike Pence's campaign? Or did Clay Travis send Mike Pence's campaign?
0: <laughs> I, well, let me just start with this. Uh I think Mike Pence is a nice guy. And, he is a nice guy. Uh I has said on this show for some time that I felt like and and we'll play the clip for those of you who missed it. That was back in mid June. I think what came out in our interview was there is no logic for the Mike Pence campaign. And 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 kind of breaking that down, Buck. If you're going to be of the opinion, I'm going to be, and I'm speaking as if I were Mike Pence. I think if they retrospectively analyze his campaign, a lot of people would say the same thing. If you are going to be the candidate of, I'll tell you the truth no matter what, then you can't dodge questions because your brand is, I'm a truth teller. I'll make the hard decisions. I'll do what's necessary, even if sometimes it's going to upset people. I'll uphold the Constitution. And so do we want to play that now? Maybe we'll go ahead and play it. Uh, this was Pence on this show, if you missed it. It got a little bit contentious. I, I, I don't dislike Mike Pence, but I do dislike when people come on this show and they try to dodge questions that I think go to the very essence of the decision they would have to make if they were president of the United States. Here's that uh, conversation we had back in June. And frankly, I think what this illuminated was that there was no pathway for
2: Pence in his campaign.
0: Would you pardon him from those federal charges?
2: Well, first off, I, uh, these are serious charges. And as I said, I can't defend what's been alleged, but the president does deserve to make his defense. And I would say to each one of you, look, I, I've been a former governor. Um, uh, I've actually granted pardons uh, to people. Um, and I take the pardon authority very seriously. It's an enormously important power of someone in an executive position. And uh, uh, I, I just think it's premature to have any conversation about that right now, guys. Why really well, would you? But hold on.
0: Let me just ask you that. Because, I, I look, yeah, I think as a right. matter of principle, I think as a matter of principle, if you believe, as as both Buck and I do, that Donald Trump is being prosecuted to a large extent for political-based reasons, something that has never happened in the 240-plus year history of the United States, that we are setting an awful precedent here... And I think it's important to look at this even before the case has taken place. You've read the indictment. You know what the allegations are. They are serious. Right. But right. to me, what is gained by allowing Donald Trump to be put in prison in the event he was, he was convicted is we lose infinitely more by not just taking a principled stand and saying as a matter of principle, this shouldn't happen. I'm not going to allow it. To me, if you're the executive, you are the ultimate decider. With all due respect, when you aren't telling us what your decision would be, I think you're dodging the question and, and and frankly, not stepping up on the, on the front of leadership, which in the past you've been willing to do. So, I, I, to me, not answering is a no.
2: Well, look, I, <laughs> number one, I don't think you know what the president's defense is, do you? I mean, what are the facts? I mean, look, we either believe in our judicial process in this country or we don't. We either stand... By the rule of law, we don't. I just, uh, what I would tell you is, I think, as someone who's.
0: What, what I'm hearing is, is you're fine with Donald Trump being I put think, in prison, sir. And that, to me, well, look, since you, you were his know, vice president, guys, feels guys, pretty guys, disrespectful.
2: I had a standard rule. I don't talk about hypotheticals. Look, we don't know what the president's defense here is. I think he's entitled to make his defense, entitled to have his day in court. And, uh, look, let's, you know, let's take it one step at a time. But I, I would just tell you that I, I, uh, yeah, but if you, you know that these are political charges, me, and you do, you, this, is sure a,
0: God, this is not a this is not a difficult decision. Clay, I think to we've to make I think we've principle.
1: gotten I think we've gotten what we're going to get here. <laughs> sorry, sorry. By the way, just just to be clear, let's be at the end. Throwing the towel in the middle of the ring. It's he, he's not going to address it, and that was back in uh that was back on June fourteenth of uh, of earlier this year. Uh, you know, Clay. First of all, the, the any time a politician does the. Oh, I don't do hypotheticals. As, as I've said on this show, your entire proposition here is hypothetical. This Every is what presidential do, campaign right.
0: is a hypothetical you, you, exercise. This is what
1: I will do when I am president. It is all based on the hypothetical. Yes. So that's a nonsensical. Um, but, but I think also more to the point, even beyond the issues of which you got right into there, which is, come on, man, you were his vice president. you really going to let this guy, you're, you're going to let Donald Trump, you're going to let a former president, you're going to let your president that you served yes. under go to prison. The fact that he's not like, look, I wouldn't let him go to prison. Maybe I would commute. Like, the fact that he wouldn't take any stand. And so, but then it also leads into the why. The why are you running question. Because what he tried to do is, on the one hand, say it was great. Trump-Pence was great. Remember this? Yes. The Trump-Pence oh, yeah. policies. Trump-Pence this. Trump-Pence that. But then, on the other hand, you're basically going along with the Trump is a criminal and a, and a danger to democracy. I think it went right to the – that was the central weakness of the campaign, which is why so many people – well, I mean, I think he never got above 2 or
0: 3%. Yeah, and look, to start to answer questions, it's going to put more pressure on everyone who's not polling. Look, I, let me just take a step back. I think there are three people right now that should be running for president of the United States. Uh Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley. I think no one else to this point has shown that there is any pathway that they could win – Either Iowa, New Hampshire, or South Carolina.
1: Well, and this all and it goes also to the the why question, which I said when you when you look at that with Mike Pence, the whole thing kind of crumbled, right? You can't you can't say wasn't it awesome, Donald and I, we were a dream team. I think I would do a little better, but maybe he should go to prison and he's actually horrible. Like that, that that's not going to fly. Um, you it can't do work. that. Doesn't work. It didn't work. Obviously, the campaign's yeah. over. And as you and I said, I, Mike Pence a nice guy. I have no problem with Mike Pence. Vivek. I like Vivek. He's super smart. I have a ton of respect for Vivek, but you know, in terms of his ability, but the whole campaign has been, I want Donald Trump to mentor me, like, but I have no criticism of it. It's like, well, then Trump should be president. Like that, that's yeah. for me, the why has always been the Achilles heel there. It's not a personal thing. It's just politically, let's have Trump be president again. There's no re, like Vivek instead of Trump makes no sense. If there's nothing you're going to say Trump did badly, right? So that's, yeah. um, that, that's the same thing with Tim Scott, who we're going to have on later. You know, I think it starts to get tough with some of these candidates now, where it's, well, are they auditioning for president or auditioning for vice president? And maybe you could say the same thing about Vivek, but you know, you want to stay in the game long enough to show everybody who the number two is, so to speak, right? Who the next the next person on on deck should be.
0: And it also becomes, and I give credit to Pence for the way that he exited. The way that you exit if you're trying to preserve a future campaign to the extent that you believe you have a national future, I don't think you want to exit, Buck. Maybe some of these guys do by getting two or three percent in Iowa, just getting totally smoked, having all the voters, all the work that you've done reflect that virtually no one is willing to actually support you. Right. So at what point this is why I've been saying, look, we got an early Thanksgiving, November 23rd, I believe tomorrow is Halloween. Uh, so we're talking about basically three weeks until Thanksgiving. It's hard to get people's attention once it gets to Thanksgiving. Because everybody's busy and everybody's out shopping and everybody's traveling. The kids are getting out for school and everything else. And so we're going to get to Christmas boom season fast, Buck. And then January 15th is the Iowa caucus. So to me, there are three people right now that should be running for president. I think there was an Iowa campaign poll that came out today that basically had Trump with a big lead. And then Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis tied for
1: second. I'd say this. I mean, Nikki Haley... For a lot of, and look, I don't think we have a big Nikki Haley contingent in this audience. That's just the sense I get from our calls and emails and the interactions that we all have online. You know, maybe it's like I think it's probably right along with what the poll is. We basically speak to the base, something like that. Probably that's right. Yeah, I mean, we basically speak to the base every day here in the house that Rush built. So this audience very much reflects. The numbers, you know, then again, that's why you probably have about, you know, 20, 20% plus DeSantis supporters, right? I mean, this is, you know, we, we, we have some sense of, of who's uh, listening and what the numbers are for Nikki Haley. Um, you know, her biggest, uh, her, her biggest trump card, if you will, pardon the phrasing is that she does very well in all the polling in a general in the battleground states, even though she doesn't do very well in the primary overall, she does very well in those battleground state polls. And that seems pretty consistent. But I do think she would take a VP role under Trump. I do think she would accept that position, knowing that it's a launch pad for her going forward. Ron DeSantis will not take a VP role. He will stay as governor and he will run again in the future, right? So there's a, yeah. there some differences that we see. Tim Scott will talk to Senator Scott, who again, somebody that we, you know, I, I, in, in general here, like people that are on the team, people that are on team GOP or team conservative, you know, we don't, we don't want to tear down anybody who's on the team. Um, but Tim Scott is just, everyone likes Tim Scott, everyone thinks he's a good guy, everyone respects Tim Scott. Uh That's just sort of, that's just a truism, that's true across the board. Is he really running for president or is he running for vice president? <laughs> you know, running for vice president, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, that's a pretty big deal when you have a one-term president who's the likeliest candidate or the likeliest option for the Republicans.
0: Yeah, and we'll talk with, uh, with Tim Scott about this. I mean, Buck, he was almost running two primaries. The first primary, since he and Nikki Haley are both from the small state, relatively speaking, yes. of South Carolina— is which of those Palmetto State veterans is going to emerge as the top contender. And it seems, again, we're two months out from Iowa, but based on all the polling, it seems Nikki Haley has won that battle to be the South Carol- Carolinian who is going to advance. Now, I'm sure Tim Scott, I'm sure they're looking at polling, and I know this is, uh we'll talk about this when we come back, what Nikki Haley's strategy is, what Ron DeSantis' strategy is. But I think, it's closing time for a lot of these campaigns, where you have to recognize uh, that maybe you're going to have to finish the whiskey or beer to use a famous line and go home. With
1: uh, with Trump, um, uh, one thing with Trump you have to remember is that staying in it too long, it's like the eye of Sauron. Like you don't want the eye of Sauron to focus on you for very long, right? Like you know you people's political careers. Can be damaged by going up against Trump too long. So it's not cost free. I think it, you know, if you're running against Mitt Romney as the front runner, which I know everyone's like, that's crazy. He was yeah. a candidate back in 2012, right? If you're running against Mitt Romney, you stay in until the end because, you know, Mitt's not going to with Trump, there can be, uh, there can be downside. We'll get into some of this. Want to hear some of your thoughts on all this too. Um, you know, if you have any thoughts on Pence, was, is it really all Clay's fault? Was Pence 2020 <laughs> was Pence 2024 I, I look- a rocket ship that Clay dismantled that he sabotaged remember he
0: said he was too busy to come on the
1: show we did try to
0: offer him another opportunity
1: yeah i'm just saying he was ready to go he had the race car on the track and somebody came along and just took the air out of those tires clay i don't know who it was we'll see there might be might be video camera footage look you've worked hard to build your retirement savings you deserve an investment that delivers consistent returns without compromising your financial security phoenix capital group wants to help fuel your growth You can invest in their corporate bonds through your 401K and IRA to start earning tax-deferred annual returns ranging from 9 to 13%. There are multiple options with different rates and terms to choose from. Phoenix Capital Group is providing investors a new high-yield option investing in domestic energy assets. Start earning these high yields and learn more about multiple offerings today at phxonair.com. Learn more by downloading the free investment packet at phxonair.com. You can diversify your investments and earn 9 to 13% annual interest. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Visit phxonair.com today.
0: Truth after
3: truth, you can handle the truth. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton.
1: Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already
0: forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? 995 G O L D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection. More or less, every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name Clay for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code Clay that's C-L-A-Y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast.
3: Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance.
4: And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors.
3: So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate?
4: HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology
3: reviews the claims for errors like overbilling wrong codes and fraud.
4: HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work
3: on your behalf to get money back from select past bills.
4: To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save,
3: visit HealthLock.com do it before you see another health care provider Healthlock.com. Healthlock.com. dot com
1: dot com welcome back everybody we are joined now by the governor of virginia glenn youngkin governor youngkin appreciate you being here with us sir
5: hey clay and buck great to be with you hope you're having a beautiful monday like we're having in virginia today
1: yes sir it's good down here in south florida it's very nice in tennessee where clay is wanted to start with this one uh we've got some some other issues we know we're going to hit here including uh a stand you're taking in solidarity with sanity. We'll get to that in a moment. How are Republicans looking in your state for the 2024 election, Governor? Can we actually pull uh, a flip here and make Virginia red?
5: Well, of course, you know that we have the biggest elections in the country going on right now in 2023 with our entire House, our entire Senate. Uh, tons of of supervisory boards and city councils and school boards and sheriffs up as well across the whole commonwealth it's our midterms and so i think we're going to get a great read as we've been working like crazy to hold our house and flip our senate you know i've had a divided legislature for the last two legislative sessions and while we've gotten a lot done the progressive left who controls our senate uh is really blocked a ton and we're working to hold the house and flip the senate Listen, these are these are on a nice edge, uh, the key races, and I feel good. But we got to work this out for the next nine days. It's early voting is available through November seventh. You can vote early through this upcoming Saturday. Take Tuesday, two, two days off, and then come back and vote in person if you want on November seventh. But we have to get Republicans off the sidelines so we can finish the job we started in 2021. Where I think we pretty much shocked, shocked the nation. In, uh turning turning Virginia red And now we got to finish the work and hold the House and flip the Senate
0: So uh, eight days from now, November 7th You'll get the results And we certainly encourage everybody in Virginia listening to us now To get out and vote for the candidates that Glenn Youngkin has been working hard To get in to those offices in Virginia Let's say you wake up on November 8th I think if I've got the math right That's the date of the third Republican debate That will be taking place down in Miami you've kind of hemmed and hawed a little bit about whether you're still potentially looking at the 2024 race. Are you now still open to the idea of entering that race, or are you done with the idea of being a candidate for president in 2024?
5: Well, let me just let me just start with the fact that while I'm incredibly humbled by the fact that my name has been uh, included in this uh, discussion, uh, I have been 100% focused on Virginia I have been uh, at the uh, Rockingham County Fair. I haven't been at the Iowa State Fair. Uh, (laughs) I've not been in in New Hampshire. I haven't been in South Carolina. I've been in Virginia. And uh, I think I covered nine cities in Virginia in the last few days campaigning with folks. I'm focused. I'm focused on Virginia. That's where our work is. Uh, Boy, we've really out of the box done a great job in taking a state that was trying really hard to become California and taking a right turn. And getting things moving, you know, even we from bottom of job growth to third in the country over these 22 months in job growth. Uh, we've empowered parents. We've reestablished high expectations in school. we backed the blue, and now we see law enforcement all coming back to the job after being demeaned and demoralized under the previous administration. Listen, common sense conservative policies work, and I hope that when we wake up on November 8th and, and uh, we can demonstrate that uh, hopefully we have not only just held our House, but we've flipped our Senate, that we can demonstrate to not just Virginians but to the whole country that we can do this. We can take states that were blue uh, or maybe even purple in some in some circumstances, and we can get them moving in the right direction. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to really encourage folks, not just in Virginia but around the country, that when we lock our, our arms together and get moving, we can change the future.
1: We're speaking to uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin of Virginia. Governor, let's just say, assuming, because we know you're laser-focused on Virginia and there are very important elections coming up in a few days, but assuming that you do not get into the election for twenty twenty four yourself, will you endorse a candidate? And separate question: Would you consider being a VP to whoever the eventual nominee is?
5: Well, first of all, again, thank you for for those kind questions. I've said I've said before, and I'll repeat: I, I'm not going to endorse anyone. I'm going to let the voters choose, and I will support the Republican nominee. And uh, I think this is a moment of course in the primaries for, for the voters to choose, uh, just like they did when I was running in my primary, and I was pleased that they chose me. Uh, but then our job is to is to go in and to make sure that uh, Joe Biden doesn't get another term. Because boy, Joe Biden's weakness has really demonstrated that uh, a weak a weak United States causes chaos around the world, causes chaos at the border, causes chaos in our economy, and uh, we just can't have Joe Biden back.
0: Glenn Youngkin governor of Virginia I know you're a big sports fan you're you're like a coach that is uh trying to pretend that you're not interested in a job other than the one that you've got that and I know you've heard these answers for the last 25 years so I I appreciate the 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 skill a two step here uh and again I'd encourage everybody to get out there and uh, and vote to flip Virginia fully red speaking of uh of of sports I I've, I've run out kick. We've got an employee Riley Gaines. She is phenomenal. Former swimmer at the University of Kentucky. She had to compete against a man. She was going to go to veterinary, a uh, dental school, sorry. Was going to become a dentist. Said this is not right. I'm going to fight for women to be at the forefront of women's sports. And she's been trying to organize. I think she's speaking at UC Davis today. She's been going all over the country speaking. She was here with me uh on Saturday. I got to meet her and her husband Louis. Uh it's fantastic. But Eventbrite is not allowing her to actually advertise her events, despite the fact that they've been allowing rallies for Hamas to be, to be advertised on their site. I know you've seen this governor. What's your reaction, uh, to the decisions that are being made about who can and cannot help to organize events through Eventbrite?
5: Well, let, let's just be clear that when a company decides it's going to make statements on, on, uh, Political and social issues, they have to live with the consequences. And the blowback here has been warranted. I mean, let's, let's just first uh, recognize that a, a Hamas terrorist group invaded Israel and conducted barbaric attacks on women and children and killed nearly 14, uh, 1,400 uh, Israelis. And they need to be condemned. And there's no place to sit on a fence here. You're either condemning it or you're condoning it. And the fact that, first of all, Eventbrite continues to carry uh, events around Hamas is is unbelievable. But then, on top of that, to proactively terminate an agreement with Riley uh, is beyond belief. And to say that they are trying to protect uh, some group uh, in one and not the other uh, I think results in the kind of action that I've taken. And I, as governor, I have I have uh, uh, told our our political committee that we will no longer use Eventbrite. Uh, the governor's office is no longer using Eventbrite. And I would ask your listeners: do not respond or RSVP to an invitation from Eventbrite. Just stop using them.
1: And governor, if you how have the...
5: happened to companies that that take that take these kinds of stances? The customers can fire them, and in, in our case, we fired them.
1: Governor, how have, in your mind, uh, the universities in the state of Virginia uh, responded and, and you know, the administrations? I know there's a lot of them, but ha- have you been uh, disappointed to see what the response is of these universities, specifically in response to the mass terror attack or mass casualty terror attack in Israel? Um, what, what has been the experience? We haven't talked about any schools specifically in Virginia, a lot of them in the Northeast and other places. Um, how do you think it's been handled in your home state?
5: First of all, I, I, most of the presidents have come out and condemned the terrorist act, um, which there's no other place to be. And I've been very, very clear on this as uh, we uh, brought our flags down to half staff for a week uh, on Sunday right after the terrorist attack. Uh, and then the one thing that I have been uh, very, very focused on is the fact that while we're going to protect our First Amendment uh, in Virginia, and people are allowed to gather and they are allowed to protest uh, listen, the, the statements that are being made in, in the pro-Hamas uh, uh, gatherings and protests are reckless, and uh, they fundamentally uh, don't understand what has happened. Uh, this isn't about a political question of a one-state versus two-state solution. This is about a terrorist attack that was undertaken in, in a, a complete action of hate and anti-Semitism, and we have to, con- we have to condemn it. And this is the this is the last area I think where college presidents need to just be clear that while while students and outside groups unfortunately have have gathered on these campuses they're allowed to uh, but we we must condemn these actions and uh, silence here is is condoning them and uh, we cannot condone them.
0: We're talking to Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin. You just mentioned no longer using Eventbrite as a result of the choice they made to not allow Riley Gaines to have rallies in favor of women's sports being made up of women. You're a former college athlete yourself. I believe you played basketball at Rice University. I don't, I I think I've got that right. I I did. Would you, would you have ever believed, uh, when you were a college athlete? that there would be an entire political party committed to the idea that men who identify as women should be able to compete and win championships as women's athletes? I mean, I'm still staggered that this is where we are.
5: No, I, I would have never believed it if someone had told me this back in, in 1985 through 89 when, when I was playing. Although, to be clear, people ask me what position I played, and I'm always very... Very transparent i played bench and i played as well as most anybody <laughs> in the nation um but i would have never i would have never believed this and and we've been very clear in virginia and our model policies for our k through 12 uh athletes um we are very clear that we believe that biological men should not play sports with biological women and i was so proud of our roanoke college women's swim yeah team, uh, where the captains brought the team together and because the administration would not make a decision they made a decision and they said we really are not going to accept a biological male onto the women's swim team. And boy, I, when I spoke to them, I was so proud of them, and uh, and congratulated them on being strong and standing up at this time when it's really hard, particularly for college students, to do this. That's why I've been so so proud of Riley and what she's doing. Um, but this is this is a real statement by a company that they're going to make a political decision and as i said before you know join bud light that didn't work out so well for them either and in this case you know we're, we're going to stand up for for uh, women's sports and we're going to protect it and therefore we're going to fire you as our vendor and i encourage others to do the same
0: what did you think by the way i think that's the uh, right answer a great answer you're a basketball player did you see gavin newsom going head-to-head with the chinese kids and uh, and flatten one of them what did you think of his basketball game <laughs>
5: I, I think that he first needs to understand that that was a charge. Yep. And when someone's standing in front of you, you got to go behind the back or through the legs and get around <laughs> them as opposed to running over an 8-year-old. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought that was a, a pretty blatant display of maybe a, a, a moment where he might want to choose another sport.
1: Yeah, ice hockey. It looked like a hockey move to me. That was what I saw. Uh,
0: good stuff, Governor Glenn Youngkin. Encourage people to get out to the polls in uh, eight days and now, as well as early voting is underway. Appreciate the time, sir.
5: Yeah, I really appreciate it. Listen, again, everybody in Virginia, we can't have Republicans on the sidelines. We've got to get you at the polls. When Republicans vote, we win. We started in 2021. We're going to hold our House and flip our Senate in 2023 and finish the work. So get out and vote.
0: No doubt. Uh, Speaking of getting out, a lot of you need to get out and work out, including me, including Buck. But... A lot of you also, uh, unfortunately, if you, especially if you work in the Biden administration, you got a lot of t- low testosterone out there. And you know, testosterone's bad for men in particular. It's body's natural fuel that helps make sure uh, that we have the vim, the vigor, the vitality, the energy to be able to go about our daily activities. And as you age, you start to lose a little bit of testosterone. And as you vote Democrat, you lose even more. Why not go ahead and get more testosterone in your life with the Chalk Male Vitality Stack? It's all natural. Three months time. Your testosterone levels can go up 20% all natural pills. You will love it. You can get signed up with Chalk today. Spelled with a Q, the website, choq.com. You can use my name, Clay, as you make your purchase. You get 35% off your Chalk subscription for life. That's choq.com, 35% off my name, Clay. When you make that purchase, 35% off for life. Check out the website, choq.com, and use my name. Third hour of Clay and Buck kicks off. Right now, we are joined by Senator
1: Tim Scott of South Carolina. Senator, appreciate you making the time, sir.
6: Absolutely. Good to be with y'all. So we were
1: talking polls. We're talking about where the primary stands uh, earlier in the program, Senator. Uh, in all the polls that we can see, you're basically running in fourth, uh, somewhere in the 6, 7, 8, uh, 8 percentage points of support. How are you going to change this around between now and when people are actually voting? And, and what are you bringing to this GOP primary that makes you a better choice than your top rivals, namely Trump, DeSantis, and Haley?
6: Well, certainly the voters in... Iowa, they break late. So they're just now tuning in. So the good news is that I have doubled my presence in Iowa. I totally expect and have seen signs that will continue to move in the right direction from the polling perspective. But the thing that we bring to the table that is unique is that the truth of my life destroys the lies of the radical left. If this general election is going to be about whether or not conservatism works, I'm the candidate that we need talking and leading on that subject. If we're going to have a conversation about why it's important for us to close the southern border and stop fitting off from killing 70,000 lives and what we can do about that, I'm the one person in the race who has already led on the laws that will change that trajectory for our nation as the leading person on the banking committee, we have an opportunity to literally stop 70,000 Americans from dying. If I were president, I would sign my legislation that sanctions the Mexican cartels, the only person who already has a plan in place passed through the banking committee and a part of the defense spending for the country. If you want someone who can go into the south side of Chicago into black churches, into Brazilian churches, into Hispanic communities, into the majority community, and have the same conversation about conservatism and convert people to our side of the aisle. I'm the best and maybe the only candidate, not who who can do it, but who's already getting it done right now.
0: Talking to Senator Tim Scott, obviously right now, international relations, a huge discussion point. What do you think we should be doing in Ukraine and Israel? Should those issues be connected in your mind? Should they be separated? And how would you analyze them if you were commander-in-chief right now and called upon to decide what should be happening from a U.S. perspective associated with both Ukraine and Israel?
6: The first leap in the right direction is to have a silo package that reinforces that America is loyal to our allies and lethal to our common adversaries. And that means supporting the aid for Israel in a standalone package. The world needs to know that the strategy of the Biden administration, the strategy of appeasement, is an abysmal failure with proof positive already can be seen in the hostages taken the blood that has been pouring out and the lack of response from this administration we need a leader who actually puts the pedal to the metal and causes them to blink today because of the feckless leadership of joe biden it looks like america is blinking because the president cannot walk and chew gum at the same time. On Ukraine, I would always keep that as a separate discussion as it relates to funding. I have supported Ukraine without any question, but we need to have the kind of accountability that restores confidence from the American people on understanding why it is in our national vital interest. Without having the accountability... On the dollars that have been spent and invested in Ukraine, without having a president that understands the importance of sharing with the American people that the vast majority of those resources comes back for military purchases and as a loan guarantee, without having that conversation, it will be very difficult for us to have the support for Ukraine. But if why we're not, is it, why, Senator Miami, Scott?
1: Why is it in the national security it, interest of the American people to make sure that Ukraine? Sure continues this fight against russia at the level that it's been fighting
6: the first thing is that degrading the russian military is in america's national vital interest until this war started the greatest military threat to america was the russian military the long-term threat to our nation is the buildup in china but they, they they are just getting there they are not there so having the devastation brought to the Russian military through our resources and the incredibly high price of Ukrainian blood has been strategic and impactful and effective in keeping not only the homeland safe, which is a priority, but also our NATO allies that are contiguous with Ukraine and Russia. That combination, according to Article 5, keeps our men and women, our troops here in America, and not positioned strategically would you would you fund support?
1: would you fund to the same degree that we've seen so far uh, Senator Scott, if you were president for four years uh, and the fighting in Russia and Ukraine continued as is, would you continue the funding at its current level for four years of your presidency?
6: I would not I, I said that already in that I've rejected the first package, the 106 billion dollars where President Biden has sought to leverage Israel's war, for more funding for Ukraine, I would bifurcate that package. It is the only effective way for us to show strength with Israel and accountability with Ukraine is to separate those two packages.
0: Senator Scott, um, you basically, it seems, have adopted the burn the ship strategy, uh, which which I respect when it comes to Iowa. You've relocated much of your campaign. You're all in in Iowa. We're 10 weeks out. Uh, you said a lot of people still not paying attention, that things break late. What does your campaign need to do to guarantee that it continues into New Hampshire and into Iowa in terms of where you finish? Um, so right now, uh, as Buck laid out, you're sitting around fourth. Is top four good enough in Iowa to go to New Hampshire? What do you need to see in order to keep your campaign rolling?
6: Well, let me first define the definition of breaking late, the voters breaking late. Number one, in 2011, Herman Kane and 2015, Ben Carson, the two leading candidates in the Des Moines register poll. So we know that the voters break late. For us to continue on, we have to show strength in Iowa and we're going to do that and we'll see you then in New Hampshire and then we'll win in South Carolina.
0: Okay. So, but strength in Iowa, just kind of putting out the expectations. Is that top three? Is that top two? What does that have to look like to you to be, Hey, this was a successful Iowa caucus in 10 weeks when those numbers come in.
6: Well, there's no doubt we're competing to win. I mean, so at the end of the day, that's our goal. And so being in the top two, you know, is in my opinion where you want to be, but I, I, I have learned to fight until the end therefore we are going to stay in it until we win it and we believe we get there by having a very strong showing in iowa and then moving our campaign with momentum into new hampshire we will feel it in the air
1: senator scott is is your um is your campaign in your mind if, if you don't meet certain metrics uh would you would you encourage others as well as yourself to clear the field sooner or is the plan to stay in it for as long as you can to give the people as many choices as you can?
6: Well, the good news is I saw, as people understood where we are, they wanted our voice to remain on the stage, and people have rallied around the campaign. We've been so thankful for Americans who have said, we want you in it. And frankly, they can continue to do so right now by going to votetimscott.com. We plan to continue this campaign because our voice is absolutely essential to doing what we haven't done but one time out of the last eight national elections, winning the popular vote. That is what we must do in order to take this all the way to the White House.
0: Couple of things here quickly. Have you qualified for the stage November 8th? Buck and I are going to be down in Miami. Will you be up on that stage in a little bit over two weeks?
6: Well, Clay, Buck, let's get together a week from Wednesday in Miami. We will be on the stage. We have qualified. We look forward to seeing you and having a fist bump.
0: Okay, that'll be fun. We'll definitely meet up with you. Look forward to that uh last question for me and buck may have one more we appreciate you joining us we're talking to senator tim scott of south carolina second republican debate seemed like nikki haley kind of took the gloves off and took a real swing at you uh and i was watching it and i know you guys have a good relationship in the past but it was like okay uh like she's actually uh she's actually going to go there because it seemed like she threw the first punch were you surprised by that uh, how would you assess your relationship with Nikki Haley right now as the campaign rolls on?
6: I will say without any question, was I surprised by it? Yes, yeah, certainly I, I was. But the one thing I, I have realized is that see, I think it was a great philosopher. What was his name? I think it was John Ran- John Rambo who says she drew first blood. And so we have to remember that and respond accordingly. And the way we respond is not like being petty and being personal, but helping people understand is already clear the moderates are rallying behind her and you will not become the nominee of the party being the most moderate candidate on the stage you think about her initial response to the palestinian refugees coming to america she thought there was a way for us to vet them you think about where she stands on the issue of abortion and the the issue of life not having a 15-week national limit that means you allow for states like california And Illinois, New York, to have abortion up until the day of birth, that is unconscionable, unacceptable, un-American, and certainly inconsistent with Republican primary voters.
1: Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, sir, always appreciate you, and hopefully we'll see you down in Miami soon.
6: Look forward to it. I look for both of y'all. Have a good one.
0: A little interesting there, Buck. Uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. We're going to be joined by Glenn Youngkin at the bottom of the hour. But that battle between Tim Scott and Nikki Haley, that's a pretty uh, aggressive attack there in response. But I, I like the the quote of Rambo, and I know you did, Buck. You probably watched Rambo a 100 times when you were a kid. Um, I think he was a little bit surprised that Nikki Haley went after him like she did in that second debate. Uh, on special occasions like Halloween night tomorrow, our phones have become the de facto videotaping gear for the family. It'd be hard to define the number of hours of footage take place tomorrow night capturing image of trick-or-treaters walking door-to-door. Hey, I'm a dad. I'm going to be doing it. My two youngest going to be dressed up, I think, for Halloween. Certainly, my nine-year-old is. And you know what I did over the weekend? Took some video footage. Buck, I got my son, my 15-year-old, out on the roads for the first time ever. I think I took 10 years off my life. But we took some video footage of my 15-year-old, pictures of his first-ever drive, uh, how many of those things are on your phone? How much do you worry about whether the cloud might go down, you might lose something? How about preserving it forever with Legacy Box? They will specialize in digital transfer. They'll make sure that they hook you up with everything. It's time to digitally transfer all those old family memories, all those precious moments onto digital files that guarantee they're preserved forever again. Remember the video camera, somebody carrying it around on their shoulder. How many of those tapes are preserved forever for you and your family to be able to share get hooked up right now at Legacy Box. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Early access to their Black Friday sale. You can digitize your memories for as low as $9 per videotape. 60% savings. That's LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Preserve those family memories forever. Do it. LegacyBox.com slash Clay.
1: Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call
0: 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-GOLD. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no
3: worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance.
4: And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors.
3: So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate?
4: Healthlock can help. Healthlock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim
3: comes in, Healthlock Technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and
4: fraud. Healthlock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe.
3: You can even have Healthlock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills.
4: To date, Healthlock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom
3: line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit healthlock.com do it before you see another healthcare provider healthlock.com healthlock.com
1: grand canyon university a private christian university in beautiful phoenix arizona believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness gcu believes in equal opportunity and the american dream starts with purpose
0: GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community.
1: Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God.
0: Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.
1: Close up shop today on Clay and Buck. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, go back and listen on the iHeartRadio app. Subscribe. First, got to download the iHeartRadio app to your phone. Easy. It's free. It's great. It lets you do a lot of things, listen to a lot of good stuff, music, as well as this show. Um, but, uh, you can subscribe to Clay Travis and Buck section show podcast. You've also got Tudor Dixon on there. Carol Markowitz, our good friend, her podcast goes into that feed. So please subscribe and you'll have lots of great content to listen to doing chores around the house, at the gym, on the treadmill, etc., etc., all that good stuff in the car on the way to work or coming home. Um, I do speaking of cars or vehicles. Um, I have an update on Bus 27, Clay.
0: Oh, wait, wait, the, wait. For everybody out there who doesn't know, was it when did we talk about Bus 27 in
1: Miami Beach? Last week, I told everybody that I had a nemesis in my new home. Bus 27 was coming by, and the noise it was making was something along like, ee! I mean, it was horrible. Making a horrible noise. I'm sorry I had to do that to all of you listening across the country. But it was this, like, screeching sound, and it would only make it when it was at a stop, so when it's driving, you would never know. But for some reason, when it was idling, it would make this terrible noise. And so I I had my first experience with Miami Beach uh, Civil Administration or whatever. Um, I had to call around and call around. I eventually found the people in charge of maintenance for the bus. I eventually found the people in charge of putting the contractors who actually do the maintenance for the bus. And the my first go around, Clay, you know what they told me? Sorry, we had it looked at. There's no problem with that bus. There's no sound. To which I had to say, excuse me, sir. That white whale, so to speak, is still breaching. It is still spouting. It is out there, and I have my harpoon at the ready. So I called them again. I said, I shall not be denied. I will not let this go. This noise is disrupting me and so many of my neighbors. And do you know what they did, Clay? Because I am so persistent and so annoying. They had the contractor look at the bus again, this time knowing that I would not accept anything less than the full and sufficient Reversal of this ear piercing sound. And they called me, uh, they called me today to say, sir, we just want to say thank you so much. You were right. There was an issue with maintenance. They figured it out. And now bus 27 <laughs> is purring like a kitten.
0: Has bus 27 driven past now fixed? Have oh, you yes, noticed it? Many times.
1: Every time, every time it goes by, my heart sings just a little bit. I'm like, yes. <laughs> my civic duty has been done.
0: I, I can't believe. So. If you had not moved to this new place in Miami I called Miami them four Beach.
1: times just so you understand. I went through four phone conversations about this. At least How much time five. do you
0: think you spent to get the bus fixed? Like total like time on your like
1: I behalf. mean half an hour or two probably. Yeah. But it's now oh, yeah.
0: fixed forever.
1: Fixed. Bus 27 it's it is <laughs> like a finally it is the it is like the Porsche 911 of buses now. Finally tuned machine.
0: I mean, what do they always say? The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Uh, here yeah. you have proven once and for all the bus, uh, you managed to get a bus fix. So everybody out there who's frustrated with local politics or national politics, everything else, Buck Sexton has, has saved the ears of countless Miami Beach residents.
1: I am the old man in your neighborhood who gets the pothole fixed, my friends. I am the one who changes. Closing hours for the bar so they can't serve after 1 a.m. or whatever. That is, I, you need me on that wall. Well, you now need you're losing a lot wall.
0: of support because there's a lot of people out there listening to us who need as much alcohol as they can to make it through, uh, the, 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 the world right now, uh, including the holidays coming up. Uh, appreciate all of you for hanging out with us. By the way, Glenn Youngkin and Tim Scott, both fantastic. Encourage you to check them out on the podcast tomorrow. We got Alex Berenson, I think, or am I totally wrong in that? He's coming yes, out at some Julie point Kelly week.
1: on J6 and Trump trials. Alex Berenson on a little bit of the COVID walk back and Vax update and the risks. And it's going to be a phenomenal show because that's how we roll on Clay and Buck.
0: Amen. Congrats to everyone.
1: Bus 27
0: fixed. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home fall on tough times and become homeless
1: heroes like buffalo firefighter jason arno and his family arno was killed while protecting his community battling a warehouse fire he left behind his wife and a young daughter in their darkest hour tunnel towers provided arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home the foundation lifted a financial burden enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero.
0: Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes. The families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members and homeless
1: veterans. Donate $11 a month at t2t.org. That's t the number 2 t.org. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If you've got a military first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, govx.com is for you. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve.